Hey, bunch of besties. Welcome back to a little mini-sode this week of Bunch of Beauties. My name is Sam Prevo, and as always, I am joined by Jennifer Molia. I am in my silly little dorm room eating my silly little dinner of French toast and chocolate milk, which doesn't sound like dinner, but anything can be dinner if you try hard enough. Um, And my milk says it's calcium fortified with 70% of your daily value calcium per 14 fluid ounce. And I've had two of these staying healthy in college, uwu. I've had two of (laughs) these today, so my body is just bursting with calcium, I think. Build those muscles. I'm strong. Um, uh, (laughs) I am Ariel Melendez. I have uh, kind of been lounging around today. Um, The Flyers were originally supposed to practice today, but because they had been having such high-intensity practices, they decided to say, mm, we're not going to let her come on two days. She's going to just come on Tuesday. Uh, so they moved their off day to today. And, but I will be able to go tomorrow. And they have a preseason Yay. game tomorrow. So I'm excited to get back into the building for that one. So That's so exciting. Um, so we, I just want to explain really quick while, why we're here for a mini episode on a Monday. Yeah. So... We have quite busy schedules at the end of this week. I'm actually going to Nashville uh, for a little girl's trip with some Yeehaw. friends from home. Woo. Um, and, you know, Jen has class. Ariel has work. She's a big shot going to the Flyers <laughs> training camp. So instead of just completely skipping this week, we wanted to give you guys a little, a little smidgen of content um, to hold you guys over till we can do a full episode again um, next week. Um, so hope you hopefully you guys enjoy however long this actually ends up being. Um, but we'll we can start with Ariel talking about her experience going to Flyers training camp because if you missed last week, which you should go back and listen to it, um, Ariel is credentialed for Flyers games in the regular season coming up, but also she gets to go to training camp, and so she went to training camp at the end of last week. So let's hear about it, Ariel. The floor is yours. I think uh, I think the the like weirdest and. Not like a weirdest part, but kind of like eye opening part was when I went up to the door and I guess even though they have a session at eight thirty, um, I don't want to like say this to the guys that are practicing, but it's like the lower level guys, like the juniors guys and the right. Well, that, uh, like yeah. the rehabbing guys. So I don't, I, I don't really know the reason they were they're only letting people in at nine thirty. I guess they don't want to crowd it up too much or, or whatever. So I walk up to the door and the guy goes, "Oh, they're not practicing till you know they're not letting fans until eight thirty. I was like media <laughs> like to be able to say that sentence was i was like oh okay and like he he brought me and had me go through security he's like oh just up the stairs and and all that so that that was kind of my little moment of oh like i'm sort of important in this moment um yeah but i definitely learned for tomorrow um that i'm gonna need to wear a jacket because it is <laughs> still cold up there um, because I'm not used to being like in a short sleeve, like I'm used to having like a sweatshirt, a jersey, yeah, like, yeah, you right. know, down yeah. by the glass where yeah, it's cold. Nope, still cold up there. Um, mm-hmm. but it it was a pretty good view. Um, I wasn't sure about how it was gonna look up there just because I am sight challenged a little bit. So <laughs> I mean, I had my contacts in, so it it worked out. My one mistake. Um, I don't want to necessarily call it a mistake because it was a cool view was they have the little perch out there that you can go up to. Um, but it was a really nice view. But then I think there was an hour after that I could not feel my fingers. So that was that was fun. Well, in like media press conferences, just like my fingers are tingling. Um, 
but it was pretty cool to be able to do the media in person. Um, I've done it. I've done it twice for the Phantoms um, on a different, uh, I had been credentialed for a couple of Phantoms games uh, with a different site I worked with previously. Um, so I hadn't done, I obviously haven't done any flyers in person. So that was kind of cool to be in there for. And they, they were very good about everything, you know, media ma- masks all the time. Yeah. The seats were pretty spaced out in the press conference room. Um, but what was also kind of a nice moment to be there for was getting to see um, and listen to Kevin Hayes was the first time he spoke. It had been, um, it was like almost exactly a month. It was like a month and a day um, since his brother, oh, Jimmy, wow, unfortunately, right. wow. unfortunately passed away. Um, and, and he kind of was off the bat, like, I've been dreading this conversation with you guys. Um, but he really wanted to, like, thank so many. And he thanked so many people. And it, it, so many people you wouldn't have even necessarily thought. Because he was naming, like, obviously his teammates, former teammates. Like, he, like he's Ryan McDonough, Kevin Shattenkirk. He named a couple of those guys. Um, his current teammates, A.V., Chuck. And then he's like, oh, and guys you didn't expect to hear from Gabe Landeskog, Sidney Crosby. I was like, oh. Wow. Like, and, and kind so of, and he, and he was kind of like, it shows to you, like, how big this hockey community is. Like, oh, it's not yeah, just, yeah. like, we, you know, we want to go out there and win. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're a community and we support each other. Mm-hmm. So it, it was kind of nice to be there for that moment um, when he decided, you know, it was the time to speak for the first time. Um, and then we heard from Keith Yandel and Vigneault, who does his press conferences every day as well. The 2015 um, Rangers reunion. <laughs> so it was, it was cool. I think the cool thing was, was I wasn't sure. Cause when I was watching the zooms and stuff back, it like, you just go, like, there's no raising your hand. There's no like, Oh, you ask, you ask. It's mm-hmm. just, literally, they say, go ahead. And I was like, yep. Oh God, I'm, gonna need a moment to like drive in there and but no it was actually pretty easy to get questions in um so I was able to ask uh Yandel something and then AV something as well and it it just it was kind of cool to ask them and like have them like just looking direct at you which like was a bit of a moment like hello yeah you're looking at me and I'm speaking to you which was I think another one of those kind of starstruck moments like oh I'm really like in person doing this Mm -hmm. um and what was also pretty cool was getting to sit next to like as we were watching practice kind of getting to talk with a lot of the people that I I'm not gonna say like grew up because obviously they're not that old (laughs) but like following the Flyers with Charlie O'Connor with The Athletic Jordan Hall with NBC uh NBCS Philly was pretty cool and then there's a couple new women on the on the Flyers Inquirer Beach Gianna and Olivia Uh, I got to talk with them too Bill Meltzer um remembered who I was which I thought was pretty cool that's That's so cool cool. Um, because I didn't even necessarily like introduce myself to him because obviously this was the first time I met all them in person mm. but they followed me on Twitter which was a nice little flat oh but, I love that and because I was like during the zoom stuff so I'm like oh guys you know who I am now um so that was that was pretty cool and like to be in conversations with them and just mm-hmm. even just listen to them because a lot of those guys have such like hockey knowledge that I'm like I aspire to be like yeah have that kind of knowledge to be able to talk about these guys so it was just cool to even be in in the area, like even next to them to listen to them and kind of be involved in conversations. But it, it was a pretty, it was a pretty nice experience. Um, I was looking forward to going today, but the Flyers were like, mm, no, we're going to go ahead and change your off days. But I will be there tomorrow for Yay. morning skate. They're having a couple of different skates. Like again, the 830 guys are going to skate, which I still haven't decided if I'm going to get there for or not. I probably will just to be there. And then their game day group and then their regular group the rest of the guys afterwards 
And then later on to Wells Fargo for the uh, preseason game, which I think, um, which I thought was pretty cool that I'll be able to get to go to too, because I didn't even really realize that they had the preseason game that soon. Mm-hmm. So when I emailed um, one of the ladies, um, she's the, I want to say the game coordinator. I forget her actual title. Um, she was like, oh, when I told her the dates I could come, she's like, oh, and in case you weren't aware, like just a preseason game that night, like, do you want to go? I was like, oh, yes, please. Thank you. Do I want to go? Do I want to? Yes. Um, Because I I did go for one game last year. Um, It was obviously a lot different because this was before fans were allowed back. Right. Uh, So the media was like down at ice level. Um, So it was a pretty pretty cool view. But to actually be there now for like a semi-regular game where there will be fans and everything. The media is still a little different. They're not letting you in the locker room. Like you're doing it all in a a room which – it's just so it'll still be fun to know that when I can't go to games, I'll still have access to like Zoom and everything. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was a pretty cool experience. Um, and you know, I get like I said, I'll get to do it again tomorrow and a couple other days for camp. There's not a lot of the camp days I can get to because of work. Um, and then during the season, um, whatever games I can go to, obviously, will depend on availability because obviously they give it to the people who cover them full time. Um, but it'll be, it'll be fun. I'll see how, see how it goes this season, but I'm excited. We're excited for you. I think, yeah. I, I mean, I think I speak for Jen and myself when we say we're both very of course. proud of you and we're super excited to hear more cool stories and see your Thank coverage. You. Um, I want to do a little shameless plug before we move on. Um, so I work at Bleacher Report. Uh, I think that's like a, like I've talked about it on here before and a lot of people who listen know me. So like. Yes, I work at Bleacher Report. Um, and today we launched our official hockey brand. It is Ooh. called BR Open Ice. Yay. So on tw- I saw some confusion on Twitter, so I'll help clarify that we used to have a BR NHL Twitter. That is no longer a thing. Um, you have to follow BR underscore Open Ice. And you'll be able to see all of our hockey stuff. Uh, we already have a few things up. I, I will look at how much stuff we have up right now. That's um, that post I saw on Instagram earlier. Yeah, we've been doing some breaking news, some like treated highlights, some graphics, some of this, some of that, a little um, UGC user generated content. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know what that is, basically reposting <laughs> viral like, clips. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, reposting basically like cool viral clips of people doing fun hockey stuff like uh our most recent tweet our second most recent tweet i'm sorry is uh a guy that um mics himself up at his he's a goalie and he mics himself up at his games and he's very funny he's nick the goalie he's very funny nick the um but we'll do all kinds of usual bleacher report kind of content but for the hockey world we're really hoping to reach you know the next generation the younger hockey fans and people who may not know that much about hockey and obviously i think it's pretty safe to say that we'll have some attention from us the diehard mm-hmm. hockey fans but i'm i'm excited as someone who's kind of like inside the company i'm excited to see how tnt and bleacher kind of take on this new role as league partners with the nhl so um and on top of that we just found out when the winter classic is going to be in all those details which will also be on tnt so follow us and we're also on instagram at br open ice so Ooh, I did give the times. follow. I did give the follow on Twitter. It's gonna be fun <laughs> times. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> Literally, while I'm... you were speaking. 
that's my little shameless plug because uh, it's hard to start a. For some other brands, we just like change the look and the name of um, existing BR accounts. But for this account, we started from scratch. So trying to build up that fo- the follower base, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's my little sh- shameless plug, and we can go back to uh, news and things that are more important. News. Um. <laughs> So Jen, you wanted to you messaged me earlier us earlier today and you wanted yeah. to talk about the Riveters training camp roster. Yeah, I actually just remembered another thing I want to say that I haven't told you guys yet. Um okay. so we can just uh, yeah, exciting. Um I joined QBSN at school and if you Bobcat Sports Network. Um and I'm covering my first game on Friday. Hell yeah, hockey. Um it's field hockey. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um so hey, Q- hockey Q- field press. hockey's in the big east. That's a big deal. I'm excited. Yeah. So I'm gonna be a multi multimedia producer for the game. So that's like graphics, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Um so that's Friday at one o'clock. Um, I'm excited. I think it'll be Hell good. Yeah. I have a meeting with them Wednesday to like talk about like what we're gonna wear, how we're gonna act at the games. Um, but that's an exciting thing. Um, and yeah, I wanted to talk about. Um, I almost said NWHL again. It's okay. Um, the PHF. PHF uh, training camp is also starting, like the NHL. Um, and. The Ice Garden put out, well, Mike Murphy from the Ice Garden, who I love dearly. I've known him since I was like 14. He's an incredible writer, incredible person. Love him so much. Um, He uh, covered the announcement of the Riveters training camp roster. So I'm just going to read it um, because I went into this thinking I would recognize lots of names and I didn't recognize a lot of them. So... The forwards are Teresa Nutson, Emily Janiga. I fully do not know how to pronounce her name, but it's okay. Nora. Oh, she's Wayne. been in the in the PA before, I believe. I know, and I've never had to say her name before. Kelly Babstock, Kendall Cornine, Madison Packer, Brooke Avery, Rebecca Russo, Romana Koseka, Mallory Rushton, Haley Freed, Maeve Riley. Defense, we have Layla Kilduff, Rachel Aid, Ali Olnowich, uh, Kristen Barbara, Barbara. Lenka Carmova, Rose Oliva, and Jordan Sinislo. And for the goalies, we have Brooke Olejko, uh, Sonia Shelley, and Cassandra Goyette. Um, on a tryout out of those are Rose Oliva and Jordan Sinislo. And then on the practice squad is the uh, third goaltender, Cassandra Goyette. So, oh, and Maeve Riley is also on a um, tryout. Quick interjection because yeah, I it. wanted some clarity. I don't know if you knew about like this whole thing. I thought they were getting rid of the whole practice squad designation thing. As did I. Okay. <laughs> so I was going to mention that. Yeah, because I I believe Mo- Melissa Burgess tweeted about it and was yeah, like, that, yeah, so much for getting rid of the practice squad. Yeah, I guess we'll never know. Um, but it, my initial reaction was that obviously there are some names that you recognize um like kelly babstock i thought it was strange that they didn't announce kelly babstock returning prior to this because i thought that yeah. would be a bigger deal um but her cornine packer avery russo uh mal rushton layla Kildoff, um even rachel aid um all somewhat recognizable names but the rest of the defense is just virtually an unknown right now. Um, and we don't necessarily know how this forward group is going to mesh because you do have some returning, but some of them are new. 
Um, and as far as um, goaltenders, that's pretty familiar. Um, so that's the Riveters um, training camp roster right now. I haven't really looked at the other teams just because I follow the Riveters. The um, only other <laughs> the only other thing that I noticed was Elena Orlando came out yeah, of retirement. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Which um, I know that she, when I was interning for the league, she was on the Whale, but now she uh, is on the Buttes. Um, yeah. But it's cool to see her coming out of retirement. For sure. I, I, anyway. I believe, so I think this will be the third team she's played for. I think she's played for the Riveters and the Whale. And now she's going to play with Buffalo. So getting up there with players who have uh, played for multiple teams in that league. Um, and she's just always been, I believe she was one of the like original players from season one. Yes, um, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. So I, I always think that's cool. And I also believe that she has never scored a goal in the PHF NWHL. Really? Um, I think she is something crazy, like 50 shots on goal, but no goals. Um, well, she's a she's a defense defender. Woman, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's still cool. So she has a chance at that. Um, what I want to mention specifically about the Riveters roster, though, and uh, that Mike highlighted in his piece, which I think is important, is that they're are some of the players that are returning were involved with the chair yes. company controversy last year. Namely, I was going to not say the name. Well, that like, was why I was going to say maybe that's why they refrained Babsock. from publicizing the fact that Babsock is coming yeah. back. Um, um, that would be my only thought there. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it, it's more than just her. I mean, Babstock and Russo were the two that were primarily involved. And then I believe, I don't want to put words in people's mouths. I vaguely remember Brooke Avery being associated, but she very well could not have been. Um, and then Madison Packer, love her, but there was some stuff going on with her where she had skates or she had shoes that were depicting something that was not uh, mm. historically correct or something. I don't remember it exactly, but I believe it ended in like somebody called her out for something and she just blocked them. Um, which she has said that she like regrets and like said it wasn't the right move, but still just kind of added to the um, shitstorm of last year. Yeah. Um, and so what what Mike was kind of highlighting in this first half of this piece is that a lot of these players that were like in the center of the controversy are coming back this year. And Captain Madison Packer made a whole statement about, you know, we're held to a high standard, but we're human. We have to take accountability. I take responsibility for the controversy. We're going to move forward. We're going to be better and integrity and blah, blah, blah. Um, and that was in... Blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, it's a long <laughs> statement. I gave you the gist. Um, that statement came out in July 2021. And it's almost October. And the Riveters have basically all the players that were at the center of the controversy. Um, and the one player that you would argue is on the right side of it, Soroya Tinker, is not on the Riveters anymore. I was going to say, also, Soroya is uh, notably missing from the roster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's, just, it's just interesting. Interesting is the only word I can really think to use about this, is that you, you want to preach accountability and integrity and we're going to be better and move on. I just hope to God that there's a lot going on internally there. Bless you. Um, I, I just to sneeze into the mic. Oh my God, no, you're fine. I was going to bless you anyway. Um, I just hope to God there's a lot of stuff going on internally there um, to deal with all of this because I've, I've said multiple times I really don't want a repeat of Lake Placid. And when I say yeah. repeat of Lake Placid, I mean the COVID stuff. I mean the racism stuff. I mean the chair company stuff. I just don't want any of it uh, back. 
Yeah. So that's my concern. And then the rest of Mike's article, it's definitely worth reading. Um, the Riveters also announced that Tatiana Shadalova um, opted to play in Russia this season um, instead of the Riveters. And that's that kind of caught me off guard because I think that she had an they had announced that she was re-signing with them in, like earlier this month, like a week or two ago. Oh. Um, so I guess she changed her mind, which is fine. Um, and yeah, so he says the the defense only has two players returning from the Lake Placid roster. Um, mm. Kira Dazlarina is not there. Um, Didn't they drop out of Lake Placid? I'm trying to remember how they did because, like, yeah, because if they if they were like so kick ass in Lake Placid and then they didn't have they don't have the same defense, I would be worried. But I think maybe a new look is good for them on defense. That's if I remember I'm, their performance correctly. That's what I'm leaning towards. They weren't great in Lake Placid, and then COVID's and then they left. Um, and I I don't want to quote anyone because I don't remember the exact quote, but I remember maybe Packer the other players just saying like we want to forget about Lake Placid we just want to play better than that so maybe that's what part of this is that you know new new year new me new team um and I mean you just you always run the risk of how our new players gonna like mesh together but you do that every time you bring a new group of players together so I hope the Riveters do well on the ice of course but seeing this roster kind of made me think "Ooh, I hope there's not more off ice crappy stuff um so so that's um that's the on ice phf update for the episode yes. there there is indeed an off ice update <laughs> i was gonna say speaking of off ice yucky unfortunately stuff, there's um, our, more our uh friend of the show i'll, I'll say df pendries uh they uh dropped transcription from an interview that digit murphy our good pal Digit Murphy um, did <laughs> regarding <laughs> regarding her involvement with this group um, that turned out to be transphobic, and I mean we all know the story. So they basically just asked her like, "What happened?" Like, and so what? this is the this is question two says. So this is from DF Pendries again, friend of the show, super awesome person. Um, they said question two in the ring stories interview with digit Murphy sequence about the trans women's sports policy working group issue Un- unapologetic Murphy is basically the gist. So this is the quote. There really was no story. Again, if a woman asks me if I will support them, I supported them. That's all I did. I didn't join quit whatever I, I said, Hey, here's support for you. I withdrew it because quite frankly, I didn't need the drama, but if they're creating opportunities for women, I support everyone. Yeah. And that's Donna De Verona, a good friend of mine. Think about the people who were on that committee, which I don't really care. Uh, and the host said Chris Everett and then like started naming people who are on, in this group, which again, I don't care. Mm. And uh, she said, Chris Everett, right. So here's Digit Murphy. I'm friends with all those guys. And I'm like, I'll support you, guy. Whatever you're doing. Granted, it is my mistake for not reading the fine print. Maybe I was just like, I don't need the drama. I have to go forward, create opportunities. I don't need people dragging me like an anchor. That's the honest to God truth. I'm sure I'll get lit up by these people. So that was question one. <laughs> then it gets worse. Oh my God. Do we want to pause and, and address each one or do we just want to do a, no, a why whole? Why don't we just read the whole thing? I feel like that's like the dramatic, that's the, um, this is just how bad it gets. I feel like you need yeah. to hear it back to back just to hear how much worse it gets. That was just number one. 
Mm. I was just that was just the first part. So then the next part. So the host mentions that there's a distinction between transphobic actions like those trying to ban trans people from bathrooms out of hatred or other actions like the women's sports policy working group and the leagues who have ho- uh, hormone policies like the PHF. <laughs> um, and uh, Murphy. And then it says uh, you can't make this shit up. You can't. It says the host said. I would argue the policies of the women's sports policy working group are as dangerous as the actions of bathroom bill touting. But the host was attempting to say that not everyone can be lumped into one group, which Murphy responds, but they want to. So basically she's saying like, okay, we'll get into it. She goes, that's what people that are negative Nelly drama creators want to do. That's what they do. And that's what they get paid for. It is what it is for me. I would prefer, I would have everyone any trans people can come. Trans men, trans women, come to Toronto Six Games. Not what we're talking about. We love everyone. I think it says a lot of about you as a person when you judge people only based on what you read, a picture that's on a website. If you want to then want to be a part of the cancel culture, that's on you, man. I actually empath... I can't speak. Empathize. Emphasize. Jesus. I think it's because... I think this is... DF spelled it wrong, but that's all right. Still love you. I actually empathize with people like that. They can have a conversation any day of the week. I don't know if my owners of the league would like that. I can't help who I am, man. Just can't help it. I love people. Before before you guys get into your spiel, because you'll have much more than I have to say about this. Is this a grown woman or is this like high school caddy drama right here? It's so bad. Well, I feel like it. we're trying to have an adult conversation and she's like, man, everyone sucks. Everyone's just trying to cancel me, bro. What the fuck? That's what I'm like, saying. Like, no. Yeah. The, there definitely seems to be like, I just feel like she's trying way too hard to be like relatable and like the every man or every woman, like the use of the term cancel culture, the bros and the mans, the... I would argue even saying, like, oh, it's drama. Like, I feel like she's trying. Someone's knocking on my door. Um, I feel like she's just very much trying to seem, like, relatable and, like, the everyman. And it's, like, not working because I don't like her. My friend Julia just came. We're recording. Hi, Julia. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I just, I feel like she's trying very hard to be, like, relatable. I feel like she's trying very hard to seem, like, this was some sort of mistake or accident. Um, and not not even that, like, to seem like she wasn't even thinking about it. Like, she was like, oh, I just, like, joined this thing. And then I, and then I just, this is... I just, like, left. Like, I just want to support women. Like, do you guys hate women? Like, like that's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I want to dive into, first of all, the, well, I hate you with the first of all. First of all, the I want to dive all. into. I want to dive into the whole like, sorry, I didn't read the fine print like sh- like brush. Oh my god! Sort of thing because okay, when I like listen to like a new artist or whatever, I'm not gonna go like do a background check on them. When I yeah yeah like eat at a restaurant, I'm not gonna like look up w- what the owner's political Who they beliefs donate are money or to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right? Like that's one thing. But for a group like this, where your Mm. face is going to be associated with the group and, like, you are going to, like, be touted as someone that wholeheartedly agrees with what this group stands for, you should look into what they stand for and make sure you align with it. Especially as, like, 
a public figure. Like, that's not to say that Digit Murphy is, like, a celebrity, because I don't think she is. Um, it reminds me of the episode of Glee where they have celebrity judges for yeah. the uh, competition, and it's Olivia. I like to say someone <laughs> with a platform. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John and Josh Groban, and then they have, like, the Glee High School's cheer coach, and it's, like, you're not a celebrity, Sue Sylvester. Like, why are you here? That's, like, she's not a celebrity, but, like, sorry for the Glee sidetrack. Um, but she, she's, she's someone of prominence, especially in her like sector, like in this world of women's hockey, she's someone of prominence and there are going to be eyes on her. There were already eyes on her when she was like just working with the six. But after this controversy, I would argue there are many more eyes on her now. And for her to just continue to like, like stumble over herself. Like she, like Ariel sort of alluded to, she's not talking like an adult. She's talking like somebody who's just trying to like cover her ass at this point. Um, and it's, it's disappointing. Um, I, and I remember like liking Digit Murphy. Like I remember like when yeah, she first like got hired, like, like, like the tiny hands jokes, like it was all like fun and funny. And now it's like, ah. um, and it, it reminds me a lot of like, not to be like, haha, you're old, but like older people when they're like, oh, like, I, I don't, I don't pay attention. I just do X, Y, and Z. I, I don't pay attention to politics. I don't pay attention to this, to this. Like, that's what she sounds like. Um, and for, for, for the team that she's working for to be the first sports team in the world to be focused on diversity and inclusion, and for her to talk like this is just so not good. Like, it would, look slightly better she was like if she was like working for the rivers it would not look this bad but the fact that the six just got done saying that they're like the the first team in the whole wide world that like cares about people and like her to sell this like it's it's just so bad and we say this every time we talk about it that we feel like we're running in circles but it just keeps getting worse like when i saw when i saw these comments today i was like she's just digging herself deeper and like there's so much that we could say, and there's so much that we 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 have said. Um, I just think it's important to say that I'm not cool with her. I don't know if she thinks we're cool. We're not. Um, Digit, if if you want to 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 come chat it out, um, I'm here. My Twitter is Jen Session with an L instead of an I. Um, we can we can talk, Bestie, but. I'm not cool. I don't think any of us are cool. I don't think the majority of PHF women's hockey fans are cool. I don't know if she thought this would solve anything. It didn't. Um, And I'm just disappointed as a whole. Just more disappointed every time something about this comes out. Yeah. (laughs) I want to just one other quote in this that like blows my mind. Um, Is when she says... uh, it is what it is for me. I would prefer I would have everyone, any trans people can come, trans men, trans women, come to Toronto Six games. So like, Okay. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking no. about those people playing for you as a coach, like, on your team. Yeah. Like, I don't care. You, like, you could want them in the stands. That's actually probably what you'd prefer because then they're not, you're not physically interacting with them. But, like... That's also what implies that you're transphobic. Like, it's like those people that are like, I don't mind gay people. Just don't, like, be gay in front of me. Yeah. Like, like what? Like, it, also, like, it very much reads as a, 
I'm not racist. My friend Joe is black. Like her being like, everyone can come to Toronto six games, even if you're trans, you can come to a Toronto set. Like it just, it reads as so performative and phony. And like you said, like, that's not what we're talking about. Like no one ever said that those people couldn't come to your games. Of course you want them to come to your games because you want to make money off of them. This is sports. Um, but... Exactly. That's the thing. Like we're not like, literally it's that same thing. Like you can be trans. Just don't be trans on my hockey team. Yeah, like, exactly. Literally though. Like, that just makes it sound so like you said it makes it sound so much worse it makes it sound yeah. so much more performative with her just being like i love people like i don't see color i don't see gender like everyone does and it's okay to admit that like yeah. oh my god it's so i just well just this whole thing just made me so upset and like all these people that are like no one can have conversations anymore like we tried to have a conversation yeah literally you. yeah this and is, you don't want to hear hard. it because you keep saying oh i'm just being canceled <laughs> mm-hmm yeah, I, I think that's one of the most frustrating parts about what she said. There were a lot of most frustrating parts. Um, but but that in particular, her being like, oh, like, I want to get away from the drama. I want to get away from the cancel culture. Like, it's just such a cop out. And I'm just. Yeah. And uh, people, we've said this before. And like, I mean, I think on this podcast and off of it, that like cancel cult. It's not cancel culture. It's being held accountable for your actions. Exactly. Like. You should be held accountable for the fact that you didn't read the fine print of this group that you put your face to. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like, like I said before, like, if you listen to an artist on Spotify for the first time and you like them, you're, you didn't do a background check on them. No. Okay, fine. If you, if you find out later on that they did something and you want to hold them accountable for their actions and not listen to their music anymore, that's fine. Yeah. You don't have to do an initial background check. Because you're not putting your face to, you're not touting yourself as this person. But in the in this group situation where she's her face is on their website as a supporter of the group, yeah, saying that she stands mm-hmm. for what they stand for, and she's like, "Oh, I just didn't read what they're all about. I just wanted to support my friends." Yeah, it it really like you have to do your homework. Her being like. Is it my fault that I didn't read the fine print? Maybe. Like, no, God, it is. Maybe. It is your fault. <laughs> it's just, I, I keep going back to what Ariel said. She sounds like she's speaking like a child. And it's so frustrating. Yeah. She's so much older than me. And the fact that we've been able to talk about this in a more mature way than she has. And we're, what, like, let's say 30 years younger than her. Like, it's it's so, it, it, yeah. Uh, for the record, she's 59 years old. She'll be Girl, 60. Grow up. She'll you're be, about to be, be Yeah, literally. So you're about on point. You're, you're on point with the age and even and even more so, which is odd. the problem here. We need to stop talking about this because I'm just upset yeah. now. Let's talk about something hilarious instead. Is this okay. the, the thing? That. Yeah. So the New okay. Jersey Devils, they have a prospect, a they Russian do. prospect. His name is Nikita... Go ahead. <laughs> Pop you sure. give? Sure. Sure. I was like, because I sure can't. I'll call him Nikita. I like Nikita it. uh played for Dynamo Moscow and CSKA. Right. Until um today. Yeah. At yeah. 22 years old. He's mm-hmm. retiring from the game of hockey. To what? Why is he retiring, Sam? He's going to be an influencer. 
Yes. I'm so excited. Social media influencer. Can't wait. Can't I wait. can't wait. I'm so excited his, for him. His first post is live on Instagram. Ooh. A, a funny little haha prank video. He went into a taxi with a snake. <laughs> so quirky and funny and original. I I would cry. <laughs> the first the first thing that I saw I was like, oh, okay, so he's quitting hockey to become a Paul brother. Yeah, a Russian Paul brother. I mean, yeah, that seems he'll fair. Come, he'll come back into sports when he launches his boxing career. Obviously, That's no. Yeah. I actually want to go to his Instagram. I'm going to go to his Instagram, but while you guys talk, and Papu gave, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We can't really like report on this, like little reporters, because this is just so like so unheard of like was this on your 2021 bingo card because it was not on mine um a a guy this wasn't the hockey player i thought would quit to be an influencer to be fair i mean yeah i if if you had told me a hockey player was quitting the nhl to be an influencer this would not have been my first guess i i see it now he's He's young, attractive, and has a corgi. So that's the recipe for an influencer. Oh, yeah. I mean, pretty much, yeah. And he has a girlfriend from what it seems. So, <laughs> all, again, the recipe, because he has a hot girlfriend, yes. so then he can use her for, for clickbait. The the video's yes. caption when you translate it to English is so funny. It's an all, unusual passenger. All caps. <laughs> unusual passenger. Snake emoji. Launched a snake in a taxi. Taxi emoji. It became interesting to see the driver's reactions, crying, laughing emoji, fire emoji, waiting for heart and comment under this video. And the most beautiful <laughs> people will repost. Okay, <laughs> the most but like, beautiful people. Yeah. But like, I just watched his Instagram story, the one that's live right now. Yeah. And it starts out with him like sipping tea with his leg crossed. And he just looks at the camera like, oh, hello. Didn't see you there. Like, it's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. That's. Amazing. And then he posted an article in Russia, which is like, like in Russia, in Russian, which I think yeah. is the one that we uh, were reading from. Yeah. Had yeah. the similar information that he's retiring. And his bio says ex hockey player. Uh, New life so from much scratch fun. is the translation of the other language in his bio. He's starting a new life from scratch. I mean. I'm excited for him. I hope he thrives. I hope he has a lovely little influencer I mean, career. If to be honest, guys, like I really thought this would end up being like an Austin Matthews kind of moment or like a Mitch Marner kind of moment. Like Dude, I'm done with yeah. like Austin Matthews pulling like an, a Michael Jordan and retiring it like in his early 30s and then being like, and now I'm going to be an influencer. Like yeah. it would make so much sense. Yeah, this was not who I had my money on. Like some sure. random devil's prospect from Russia was not who I was expecting to be the first hockey player to give up the sport for internet fame. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a trip for sure. Really but amazing. also as a Rangers fan, it brings me great joy that this was a devil's fan. I mean, a Devils player. Yeah. That's going to be a chirp next season. There's going to be a Rangers-Devils fight, and they're going to be like, isn't your teammate the one who makes prank videos on YouTube? Sit down, buddy. Like, that's going to be the new chirp. Someone replied and said, this is the end of the Devils franchise. (laughs) Or, I guess there's something to be said for pursuing your dreams, but this is still a weird look, LOL. (laughs) I mean, he could have done both. He could have vlogged at practice. He could have been like, Day one with the Devils with my besties. Did Louis Domingue do that last year? I think he did. 
Yeah. Uh, points are temporary. Conversion rates and lead, lead marketing generation is eternal. So true. Yes. God. You know what? I... Live your life. This just screams <laughs> New Jersey Devils, someone wrote. It does. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can see that. Honestly, the only other team that this would happen to is the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, I was a little... Yeah, and the fact that it wasn't them. I was a little surprised that it wasn't the Sabres. <laughs> Guys, I do wish him the best, though. Like, we're, make, we're, we're like, chirping him and, like, like I don't want to say we're laughing at him. We're laughing with him, I'm sure, but... We're laughing uh, at the, the the hilarity of the situation. No, yeah, I like he thrives and does well. It's not him specifically. It's just that the whole concept of someone quitting being a professional athlete yeah. to be an influencer. I think that's the whole it's thing. It's, like, insane to think about. Uh, uh, that made me happy today. Yes. What a day. What a life. Um, I guess what the only other thing before we, you know, wrap up this little mini-sode is Jay Fresh Hockey, who's a great follow, by the way. He said, give me your bonkers prediction for the 2021-22 season. And this is purely for my own enjoyment, but I also want to know if you guys have any actual bonkers predictions. His is, to my absolute pure happiness, he believes Jeff Skinner will, will score 30 goals. And I said to my mom before we started recording, I would love for him to score 30. At this point, I would love for him to score 10 because he had seven last year. <laughs> I was going to we had 14 points, so I was anything say more. That. <laughs> so we're doing double digits, which would be great. Um, but 30 would be uh, great. But I didn't know if you guys had any bonkers predictions. Oh, do you guys want to do like training camp preseason week cup winner predictions? Should we? End oh up God! Oh, yeah, just way like too say early, the first name that too comes early, to mind. Stanley Cup. Well, I mean, I will say this is not my prediction, but I will say that Steve Dangle, in his ever consistent way. Uh, when the Leafs scored in their first preseason game last night, he tweeted in all caps, they're Leafs winning the cup. cup. Yep. Um, I don't oh think they God. will win the cup. I think actually this could be Colorado's year. I, I was thinking them. They are not the name that I'm going to say, though. Um, I'll go with Colorado then because I okay. don't know. I, I'll say I hope I, I I'll say Colorado then. OK, my prediction to win the 2022 Stanley Cup is the. Florida Panthers. Woo! I mean, they Joe Thornton. They did. Like, they did really so. good last year. Yeah, Jumbo Joe the Cup. They did great last year. They're they're some of their younger players are getting a little bit older. Um, they do have an Ogwack. You know, they're they're an old guy without a cup. An Ogwack. They're you know they're, they're getting that off season experience, and I just want to see uh, Joe Thornton and Aaron Ekblad hand the cup off to each other. So I think your 2022 Stanley Cup champions are the Florida Panthers. Uh, Thank you. See, I'm thinking with my heart here. We'll come back in a not. few months when the when it's bracket season. <laughs> yeah, and, we we can revisit uh, these in a month when the Panthers and the, stuck. And the, and the and the Panthers are already eliminated. <laughs> yeah. No, I have faith, guys. Jumbo uh, Joe, it'll happen. No, it's he'll 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 win them a cup. He will. Uh, I am way too biased, and you my, can't think about it. Opinion. One, two, three, go. But well, no, I though I know that I'm saying it's going to be so biased, but oh my I, God, I really fine. do think I really do think with the off season that they had and, and all the guys they they brought in, like I God, I hope to see the Flyers put it together. <laughs> like it just everything just went so shit last year that I'm like, Bestie. there's gotta be like there's gotta be like a full fucking like 360 from like last season. Okay, that. Jen, you can't the, be that bad. 
the moment when you were like bestie that was how i felt when ryan reeves in his in his media availability with the rangers they asked him what it, what are the expectations and ryan reeves said this team can win a stanley cup that's why i'm here i'm like this team this team now in the year of our lord 2021 the new york rangers are cup contenders are you uh, ryan yeah R- ryan literally i had like a best i was like bestie Right. I mean, dude, <laughs> Ryan Reeves on the Rangers was that on your bingo card? Wasn't on mine. Um, kind of, just because like the whole like we have to beat Tom Wilson, and he was teaching, yeah, but like he was teaching Kravtsov how to fight, so already his job is done. Um, has he done bad things? Because I kind of think I love him. Ryan Reeves, no, I love him. Yeah, like I was watching. Yeah, he also, he, him, and Evander Kane have beef, so obviously he's great. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I was watching the video that the Rangers posted of him the other day. Like his his little interview and like his arms are so large and I just think yeah. I like him. Ryan it's Reeves is gonna be my new favorite ranger. Ryan Reeves vibes are immaculate. I will Ryan say. Reeves, if Ryan, oh. I'm gonna say something really stupid and awful. Um, if Ryan Reeves, if he does what should I get? Like, I won't say jersey. Jersey's a big investment. I if mean, he does, know, what, I, I would have said I would have said if he if he beats Tom Wilson to a pulp, but we know that's gonna happen. If he does, yeah. what should I get? Like his little shirt. What what should he do? May, uh, <laughs> if he plays in more than just their games against the Capitals, <laughs> if he literally, <laughs> I want to be like he gets one goal. Like if he scores, okay, he could score though. He's not that bad. If he if he gets if he gets I a didn't fun know little it. if he gets I a fun little funky little goal. I will get his fun little funky shirt. Honestly, if he gets a hat trick, that'd be hilarious. After beating Tom Wilson. I would love that. The Ryan Reeves hat trick is you score three goals and you obliterate Tom Wilson. Okay, (laughs) this isn't, okay, this is, okay, this is, I have two takes. One, one, it won't be so bonkers, and then the other one will be bonkers. Okay, share. I think Adam Fox will be nominated for the Norris again. Yeah, I could see it. That's not that bonkers. But what I think is bonkers is I think Igor Shosturkin, if he plays his cards right, could be in the Vezina discussion. I don't think that's as bonkers as you think it is. I think it could happen. I see it. I see the vision. Rangers clean up at the awards. <laughs> um, I think it's also just like the vibes of Henrik Lundqvist's jersey getting retired. Like he'll just he'll be <laughs> he'll pass it, the crown. <laughs> he'll just like it'll be like a possession like it'll just overtake him the spirit of Henrik Lundqvist will overtake Igor Shesterkin because uh for those who don't know today Henrik Lundqvist's jersey retirement date was announced his number his number will go into the rafters on January 28th 2022 and the um, ticket prices are already they went from 200 to 1000 dollars and it's so funny because I was Same. talking with someone and I said literally like I won't be surprised if it's a minimum 1K to get in the door, and the minimum is like a thousand dollars. The last I but, had checked was seven hundred, so I'm glad that you you checked more recently. Um, and the one tidbit I'll say about it that I think is so sweet is that they picked the game against the Wild, so Matt Zuccarello can be there. <gasps> I didn't even read. Uh, yep, that's so. That's so. That's so. Noted best friends, Henrik Lundqvist and Matt Zuccarello, will be reunited for Hank's They retirement. They are the bunch of besties, if you think about it. I feel so bad. Matt Zuccarello went through so many friends while on the Rangers, I but Hank, Hank was the constant. Hank was the constant. 
that was like the joke for years on Rangers Twitter that they just kept trading Zook's friends. It really was so sad. Like it was like I remember memes like "Don't talk to Zook in the locker room. You're gonna get traded." Like he must have read those and been like, "Damn." Poor Zook. I still uh, stand him. I will go to the end of the earth for him still. Best, best boy. And I, that's all I got. I don't know yeah. about you guys. On that note, um, so that I'll, note. I'll see you guys in June at the um, at the Florida <laughs> Panthers Stanley Cup Parade in at my the boat, at their boat parade. They'll take over the boat parade in my Ryan Reeves jersey. <laughs> oh, that would no, be... your Aaron Ekblad jersey. See, that would be more fitting for the setting. I just need to weave all the jokes together. That's we're true. gonna cut. Co- we're gonna come back in June with that clip ready to go. No, literally quote me on it. Make this a quote that lasts. I'm on the record right now. Florida Panthers 2022 Stanley Cup champions. Ryan Reeves is going to be the best player on the Rangers. I know that. I said it was Colorado's year. Mentally, (laughs) emotionally, physically, on paper, on the stats. The numbers don't lie. And they spell Ryan Reeves best player on the New York Rangers. I I know I oh said that it was the Avalanche's year, but then I remembered they don't really have a goalie. I'll be the goalie. <laughs> In my room. <laughs> the the quickness that you came to that. They have, a, they have a goalie named Trent Minor, so maybe they will. They maybe they will make it. More like Trent, say, majorly good at hockey. I don't even know <laughs> who the goaltender um, but I still, I still have faith in them. Maybe they'll make a big deadline acquisition or something. But yeah. uh, I, they'll trade for and it'll be Ryan Reeves. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Now they need a goaltender chat. Ryan Reeves, please come on the podcast. Ryan Reeves, but in goaltender uh, pads. No, like Ryan Reeves the, goalie. The like position player pitching thing in baseball, but it's just yeah. Ryan Reeves as a goaltender. Please, Ryan Reeves is the uh, best hockey player on earth. I just decided actually. Okay. We can have best we can have best hockey player on earth, Ryan Reeves, come on the podcast. All right, fair. Literally, Ryan Reeves, I'm asking so nicely. Please talk to me. Pick I me, have, Ryan Reeves. Pick I, me. I haven't even like thought about him before this week. Like he was never even a thought in my little brain. And like now he's a ranger and like we have to be best friends. Hopefully he doesn't listen to like my bit before he comes <laughs> if he comes on of me being like bestie. The Rangers are not winning the Stanley Cup. He can win them the cup, Sam. He can, he can convince me. We can have a whole segment where he convinces me why the Rangers are he, Stanley Cup contenders right now. He will score one goal in every game and also be the goaltender and put the team on his back and win the cup. Like, <laughs> I think on that note, we should end this little mini so Before of, I start of, spiraling. <laughs> I think we're already there. I think we're already there. I think we've reached the point of madness. So on Ryan that Reeves, note, please be my best friend. Thank you for listening to this little mini soda bunch of bunch of beauties, even though it's 50 minutes still. It's okay. We don't know how to shut up. But um hope you all enjoyed and we'll see you guys late next week, probably. Um, but thank you all for listening as always. Uh if you enjoyed this episode, you can listen to more episodes wherever you're listening to this podcast. And you can if you really liked us, you can follow us on Twitter. <laughs> At bunch of at beauties pod, I can't even talk. At okay. beauties pod, at beauties pod on Twitter, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.